Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. So today's topic is the vault of treasures found in sleep. And that's referring to using your subconscious mind uh, in the act of the law of attraction to uh, manifest what you choose into your life. So today's topic, again, is the foundations of manifesting. And one of those foundations is found in sleep. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. Uh, first, I'm going to check my Facebook feed. But why don't you talk a little bit about what you think of the law of attraction? What does it mean to you? How do you so use it? So you and I have had this conversation before. Sure. Right. And... Uh, to to me, the law of attraction the the law of attraction is a euphemism for desire, okay, of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. And the um, intestinal fortitude required to achieve to get to whatever you desire. So okay. if I desire a better job, uh, uh, I've got a I've got a change myself enough to get a better job mm-hmm. right i have to i have to take action um and so i think the uh, place that we probably diverge in terms of this is that i tend to look at it from the uh internal perspective my per- you know the the things that i can do being right. a type a personality um and to achieve something rather than uh wishing for or hoping for it will come in my direction because I think wishing for and hoping for needs to needs to result in some sort of a set of behaviors that get you to that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes, we we we. Uh, I think we both agree that the law of attraction is not just about wanting things and using your mind to think about those things. But you are, you'll actually need to be involved in going out and getting those things or making those things happen. What, what, if you, what are those things? You make something, whenever you make a plan and you want, you start making it, you make a whiteboard, you make a, a board. I can't remember what they're Vision called. Vision board. Vision board. Uh-huh. Right? To me, that's the equivalent of, a, uh, of setting the mission, the, you know, your mission, your objectives, uh, your goals, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. that's where whatever is necessary inside of you to achieve that, as long as you agree with what you're putting up on the board, uh, uh, motivates you towards that, uh, towards in that direction. Well, it keeps it top of mind. Yeah. yeah. But let's start with step number one, using your imagination. Uh, whatever your mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So we want to not just think about how do I maintain this life, if we want more, if we want a higher uh, level of satisfaction in our lives, uh, then we need to use our imagination. Uh, what is it that I really want? And um, just really open up your mind to what all the possibilities are 
and what of those possibilities you would choose. So using your imagination is the first step in manifesting. Then the next step is to live from the end. In other words, uh, I imagine myself being uh, successful in my business, making a million dollars a year, and who am I in that place? And then living f as if that is true already in the ways that I think and I feel. Uh, you know, if I were a millionaire, how would I feel about this? How would I act in this situation? What would that be like? And then go ahead and behave in that manner. So living from the end. And uh, the I am statement is a statement of power. Because if you look in the Bible, of course, God told Moses his name is I am that I am. So I am are the most powerful words in the English language that we can use. So when we use the words I am, we want to make sure we follow that up with something uh, positive and powerful. I am powerful. I am divine. I am strong. I am beautiful. When we say the words I am, always, always follow it up with something positive and powerful. Never say things like I am weak, I am sick, I am uh, unable to do anything right. You don't want to use that kind of language because it disempowers you and it's disrespectful to your creator uh, or to the universe or to your parents or whoever you want to say created you, um, it's disrespectful to them to say negative things about yourself. And it's disrespectful to you, of course. So when we live from the end, we want to say things like, I am the presence doing it. I'm doing it now. Don't say I will be. I will be wealthy. I will be an entrepreneur. I will be this or that, because that implies that you are not that now. So you don't want to say, I am not, right? You want to say, I am. And that's living from the end. And that's bringing you the power of uh, basically the quantum field. And we'll get into that a little bit more. Feeling it. The one of the most important parts of the law of attraction is adopting or assuming the feeling, uh, as Neville says, assume the feeling that would be yours were you already in possession of your wish and your wish must be realized. Why? Because our feelings motivate our actions, right? So what motivates our feelings? Our thoughts. How do we get to a certain place of feeling? we decide which thoughts are going to get us there. So if I want to be full of joy and gratitude, then the thoughts I must think are, I am so blessed. I have so many wonderful things in my life. I have so many supportive people in my support group, and they, they're always there for me. And I could just be so happy and joyous thinking that all of the time. So when we choose the feelings by choosing the thoughts that produce those feelings, then that's going to attract more 
of what we're feeling into our lives. So we want to focus on those very positive feelings. How would it feel to already have my wishes fulfilled? Focus on that. Adopt that feeling into my body. And that will produce more of that opportunity coming my way so that I can have more of that. Uh, The third one is your attention. What you place your attention on is what you will attract more of into your life. So what you think about, you bring about. This is no different than uh, Toby's been looking at a particular car on the internet and showing it to me and he thought it was a really cool car and he really kind of wants it and now whenever he travels about he's always looking for that car and can I see it and what does it look like and I want one and and it's in his mind right he's very focused on it the things that I'm focused on right now uh, include my business I'm very focused on how can I offer the the best service to my audience and what does that entail from me so every day I work on that and every day I come up with new ideas and new ways of doing that so what you think about you bring about where you place your attention is what you're going to get more of according to the law of attraction Uh, so let's say you are working with your child uh, who is in school and trying to help them improve their grades and all they want to do is focus on video games. They don't want to focus on their science homework. Um, So what are they going to get good at? They're going to get good at video games because that's where their attention is focused and uh, the science will fall by the wayside. So it's the same principle as when I focus on the things that I want more of in my life, then that's the road I'm going to be taking, and those are the things I'm going to be encountering. You want to chime in on that? No, 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 you're good. Okay. Let's talk about the subconscious mind. As we know, uh, the subconscious mind is, as you can see from this iceberg picture, the subconscious mind, 95 to 99.5% of our life is in control of our subconscious mind. Our conscious mind, 0.5 to 5%. These are, you know, pretty close to their averages. You know, they're not 100% for everybody, but they're averages. Uh, The subconscious mind controls all the systems in your body, right? It regulates your breathing, uh, your temperature controls, uh, you know, your your digestion, everything, the blood flowing, all of that. your subconscious controls all of that for you so that you're not having to think about it. Uh, the, intelli- the subconscious mind is the intelligent field that created our bodies. From a single fertilized cell, it created our entire body and continues to do that every day. We have cell turnover every day. We make a new body every seven years. We have a new body. Uh, The subconscious mind is literal and metaphoric. It just means it doesn't make judgments. It doesn't discern. It's just literal. It doesn't quite get the nuances and sarcasm and all of that. What it hears, it believes, right? What you teach it, what you program it, it will do. Um, It uh, generalizes. What happened in the past is going to happen today. 
is going to happen next year. So until you reprogram your subconscious about those generalities of everything staying the same all the time because it happened before, it'll happen again. Unless you reprogram your subconscious, it's going to continue to believe that everything that's happened before will happen again in the same way, and it's a pattern, right? Just keep in mind that one-third of your life is spent in subconscious sleep. So what are we doing with this one-third of our life that is ruled by this subconscious mind, this huge part of the iceberg? Are we doing anything? Are we just not even thinking about it and just going to sleep and whatever? Well, we can do some sleep prep programming. Uh, your last thought in your mind can last up to four hours in your subconscious. So that means the last thoughts you have before you go to sleep is what you're programming into your mind to think about all night, to work on as a problem, and to come to you with a solution or a manifestation of whatever it is you were thinking about. You can program your mind for positive outcomes by reviewing what you intend to manifest in your life and uh, using those confident feelings that come about when you use those I am statements. So if you start to fall asleep and you're saying to yourself, I am strong, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am wealthy, I am healthy. If you're saying all of these things to yourself, what are you doing? You're programming your subconscious to be thinking about that all night to be sending that out into the universe, into the universal mind, and to be bringing that back home to you in the morning. The opposite is also true. If the last things you're thinking of at night is, uh, oh, I, I said some really stupid things today, and oh, I just didn't get anything done, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm just a waste of space. That's what's programmed into your subconscious mind. That's what you're going to be thinking about all night. That's what's going to go out into the universal mind. And that's what it's going to bring back for you the next day. So we need to be very careful about that. Let's talk about the hundredth monkey effect. Do you know about the hundredth monkey oh, effect? No, this is a new one. In the 50s, there was an experiment done with monkeys in Japan. Uh, they wanted to bring the monkeys out from the jungle onto the beach so that they could study them and watch them. So what they did was they threw sweet potatoes onto the beach to attract the monkeys. The monkeys came out to the beach to find the sweet potatoes. One of the young monkeys didn't like that there was sand all over her sweet potato. She was unhappy about that, so she took the sweet potato and she washed it off in the water uh, either in a stream or the ocean or wherever she found water, she washed it off. And then she ate it and said, oh, that's much better. And then she showed her little friends, hey, wash your, wash your sweet potato, it tastes much better. And they all said, yeah, yum, awesome. And then they taught their parents, look, mom, when you wash the sweet potato, you don't have to eat the sand and it tastes so much better and it doesn't get all crunchy in your teeth. And moms were like, oh, why didn't I think of that? You're so smart. You're going to be president of the monkeys someday. <laughs> this is really what happened. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was really, I'm yeah, embellishing slightly. Yeah, a little, a little okay, so they taught each other to do this. Eventually, it came to a critical mass point where all the monkeys knew how to wash 
their sweet potatoes. This experiment also happened in other places, on other beaches. And guess what happened? Suddenly, all of the monkeys on all of the islands knew that they needed to wash their sweet potatoes. So why am I telling you this? Well, let's look at Yul S. Anderson, Three Magic Words. And he says, this infinite intelligence then is the only mind there is. We are all using it, for it is one and everywhere and is the stuff from which all things are made. So this is suggesting that there is one universal mind that we can access when, with our subconscious when we're sleeping. You may call it source, you may call it the universe, you may call it God. We all have access to it. It's a wealth of knowledge or a vault of treasures that we can access when we're asleep. The one mind, the overmind, uh, the universal mind. And just like these monkeys accessed it, their little monkey minds accessed the great universal mind in order to more quickly learn things that were helping other monkeys in other places, we can do that as well. <laughs> I see some skepticism going on over here. Well, you and I, we've had this conversation. All right. So, so let's talk about the subconscious quantum field. All right. That's what we're introducing here. One mind only, which is everywhere and everything, this is the subconscious mind. This is the mind we all share, the universal mind. We all have access to it. It attempts to create, inform, and circumstance that which the conscious mind suggests to it. So if we're telling ourselves as we're going to sleep, I am wealthy, I make a lot of money, I have a lot of friends, I'm very popular, I am so happy, I am, you know, so loved, and I love everybody. If we're telling ourselves these things as we're falling asleep and we're programming our subconscious mind, our conscious mind will work on it for us and it will create those things in a conscious way when we are awake. Uh, when we're asleep, linearity disappears and possibility reigns. So I'm sure you've had dreams where crazy things are happening and you're like in the dream while you're dreaming. You're not like, yeah, I don't care if I'm not wearing pants and I'm flying. It's totally good. Everything's possible. And you can be a small child one second, and you can be an old man the next second. You can be talking with people who've died. I know I've talked with grandparents mm. and, and uncles who've passed away. Um, because linearity of time disappears when we're sleeping and dreaming. That's our subconscious. Our subconscious doesn't care about the linearity of time. It just it can handle all of this information no matter when it happened or where it happened. And possibilities reign. They are wide open. So that's the subconscious quantum field. So let's allow only positive thoughts when we're getting ready for sleep. The feelings you bring to your sleep will be expressed tomorrow and continuously in the future until you make a change. If you're worrying or fearful, 
when you're trying to fall asleep, you've got a bunch of stuff going on in your mind and you're like tearing yourself apart, get up, get out of bed, find something else to do to occupy your mind until you can get calm and peaceful and relaxed and stop all the worrying and all the fears, then go back to bed. Do your I am statements as you fall asleep. This is how you can change the programming of your subconscious mind. While you're doing this, I'm going to go change my glasses. Okay. That's why they're called dreams. Here's a quote from Neville again. Sleep is the door through which the conscious waking mind passes to be creatively joined to the subconscious. So sleep is a door. Mm -hmm. Sleep conceals the creative act while the objective world reveals it. In sleep, man impresses the subconscious with his conception of himself. So what is this telling us? That sleep is a doorway. It's like you're walking into a vault of treasures and through that doorway, that's the sleep that takes us into our subconscious mind, right? Um, Sleep conceals the creative act while the objective world reveals it. That means what we program in our mind overnight, we will reveal during the day. Things will happen. We'll see opportunities where we didn't see them before. Something will happen and we'll say, oh, this is an opportunity for my goal that I want to happen. Whereas before, it may have passed on by unnoticed. I'm not just, I'm not saying, you know, things will magically always appear, but things will appear that you'll notice because your attention will be on your goals and on the possibilities of reaching those goals. So when opportunities do appear, you'll recognize them. They won't be in disguise. You'll say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I see something that can help me. So I'm going to reach out and grab it. So this is how we manifest with our subconscious mind. Here are my recommendations. Relax and find peace before falling asleep. Either meditate, watch pleasant videos that you enjoy that help take your mind off the worries of the day, or play soft music or some sort of like ocean sounds or something that's going to help you to relax and clear your mind of all the fears, doubts, worries that that might be there from the day. Then program your mind. Assume the feelings of fulfillment. What would it feel like if I had everything I wanted? What would that feel like in my body? And start to assume those feelings. I am statements. Those are your power statements. Anything following I am must be positive and powerful. Thought management. If you start to have thoughts going through your head that you don't want to think about, you don't want those worrisome, fearful thoughts, don't attach to them. Don't pay attention to them. Let them float by. And then say, I am strong. I am divine. And start to focus again on your I am statements. Also, reach out. Join the Softer Side member vault at esofterside.com. Join our Facebook group. Uh, on Facebook, you can just look for at the Softer Side, and that's my Facebook page. Click on Visit Group and join the group. Podcast is available of this uh, 
of this show, as well as my other shows, on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. TheSofterSide.info at gmail.com is my email. You can email me there anytime with questions or ideas for future topics. I also have coming up a brilliant advisory monthly mastermind or BAM! (laughs) So uh, if you are interested in helping me to make a better quality content to make a more tailored experience for you, the viewers, I hope that you will sign up to participate in BAM. All you need to do is answer this question when it comes to dealing with stress caused by life transitions such as divorce moving starting a new business retirement etc what is your single biggest challenge or problem right now and there's a description in a description box below this video which will appear when we're done uh, there's a link there that you can click on that will take you to this question and all you need to do is answer it there And if you leave your contact information as well, then you'll be invited to join BAM. So coming soon, we are going to be having all kinds of great new programming that is tailored for you and the people you love based on your answers to this question and all of the feedback I will get from my mastermind group, BAM. And I want to help you to reduce stress, achieve your goals, and find a supportive community connection. So thank you for your opinions and your advice. And in the live chat room, let's have a talk. How would it feel to have all of your dreams fulfilled? What would it feel like in your body? Let's discuss that. And how are you doing, Toby? Let's go to full screen and we'll have a discussion. And you get to have a rebuttal if you'd like. Well... (laughs) So I don't feel like I need to rebut Okay. right? I feel like um, we, I I think generally speaking, we agree that positive attitudes result in positive outcomes and negative attitudes result in negative outcomes. We agree on that. Yes. And as a result, one one should try... Uh, to remain as positive as possible, even when there is negative, even when you're surrounded by negativity. Uh, in addition to that, I do believe that uh, the subconscious is uh, part of who we are, a significant part of who we are, mm-hmm. and that you can, in the same way that you can program your conscious, you can program your subconscious. And when you can program your subconscious, you actually impact in a positive way if you're doing it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You can I- impact in a positive way your conscious. Um, I have not experimented. The, the whole dream thing is such a new experience for me. I haven't had to play with it. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. have to force the issue. Um, I, you know, you and I have had conversations recently where, I'm, where I tell you, A, I don't know where these magical places mm-hmm. come from. I don't know who these people are that are so detailed in my dreams and things like that. So it, the, the whole dream concept is, a, at, at age 70, a relatively new experience for me. And I'm just kind of enjoying that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not at the stage where I'm starting to think about, you know, positive things. I'm, 
what I'm trying to do now at this stage is I just want to get to sleep quick <laughs> so I can see what happens. I mm-hmm. mean, it's really kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, I also know, as as we know because of our Fitbit, my sleep patterns, mm-hmm. right, that, that I get my deepest sleep right at the beginning. Right. Most and, people do. And then... Uh, and then it goes in and out between REM and light sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in the morning, towards morning, is when all this dreaming happens for mm-hmm. me. Uh, and it's what wakes me up. And then, and then what's interesting, of course, is that I have to, uh, I, because it wakes me up, it, it's the first thought on my mind as I start my day. Mm-hmm. And I have to figure out, like, what was that all about? Mm-hmm. And you know the details. You know, I know what city I'm in, for example. I know, and the, the cities vary. I've been on all coasts. I've been in places that I've been. The individuals, I'm always surprised at the number of strangers that are in my dreams. I always expected that the people in my dreams would be people that I've come in contact with. That's not true for me. Most of my dreams are mm-hmm. about strangers. Occasionally, my siblings, all of whom passed away, have passed mm-hmm. away will show up. I've never seen my father. Mm. I think I've seen my mother once, but the rest of the people are all strangers, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, uh, ex, ex-wives show up, uh, interestingly. But, um, but for the most part, the majority of people that I come in contact with are strangers. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited about having all of that experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm probably not quite as advanced as the little monkeys because <laughs> I'm just not at that stage yet where I'm going like, oh, I'm going to do something with this sweet potato, you know. Um, uh, but it is interesting and I believe it, I do believe, I, I, like I said, I agree with you that uh, positive, positive thoughts, uh, uh, whether they are conscious or subconscious result in positive outcomes. I don't have bad dreams. I don't have nightmares. The last time I had nightmares was when I, I came back from overseas. Uh, I have curious dreams and sometimes they're stressful in the sense that I always seem to be looking for something that I can't find, you know, mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or filling a suitcase that doesn't want to fill. But they're not nightmares. They're just, they're just a- an exaggeration of your real life. You know, you, it, it's like whatever experience you had, whatever uh, stress you experienced during the day is multiplied in your subconscious at night. And... Um, and uh, uh, that must have some relieving effect. You know, there must some, be some kind of effect where uh, you're, you just go like, okay, well, that part, that part is out of me. You know? <laughs> and I can focus on the rest of the day. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm not, I'm probably not as far as some of the things that you're suggesting here. Just because but this can you see the... The quantum mechanics of it, the, the the lack of linearity, it doesn't matter no. uh, who's there yeah. or how old you are or right. how old they are or if they've passed or if they're alive or well, if they're strangers. I, I had a sense one night recently that either someone had invaded my dream or I had invaded theirs. Like I was... I was in somebody else's dream because mm-hmm. this is not my dream. This mm-hmm. airplane is not my dream, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So there is some sense that there is an interaction occurring that I don't have control of. And, and that's probably the most frustrating thing for me is that I'm never in a position in a dream to be in control. And yes. that tells me that tells me that um, I'm, I'm, I don't know enough about and I can't 
debate it. What I can say is there are uh, you describe it as this quantum consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can tell you is that there are times where I feel like I'm in someone else's dream and I have to make the best of it. Like, okay, <laughs> this is not the airplane that I would be flying. <laughs> these you know, are not the droids you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, these are not the droids you're looking for. That's not the... If, if I knew that blonde woman and her daughter... I would want them to be nicer to me. So maybe I've <laughs> maybe I've showed up in their dream, and and they're just as upset, right, at me showing up. And they're like they're probably going in there. They're in their dream, and they're going like, "Who is this guy, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. what is he doing in my dream?" So mm-hmm. there might there might be something there. So That's yeah, it. if you've entered into this world, mm-hmm. or the vault of treasures, as I call it, you enter into this world of the universal mind. You can encounter other people in there you don't know because they're human, just like you're human. Mm-hmm. They're all, they all have access to the same universal mind. So, of course, they can show up there as well. You know, that's interesting because that might explain why I have people in my dreams who are very clear. I, I mean, they're, they're, I, I could sketch them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the following morning, but I have no idea who they are. And, and there always seems to be a bit of... You know, I told you that one time where I dreamt about being in an airplane and the seats were like car seats, like old style car seats where they were all across mm-hmm. and they wouldn't share their, the woman and their daughter wouldn't share their seatbelt with me. <laughs> I'm like, why would this, you know, it's our seatbelt. Yeah. And I, but I didn't know them, but I yeah. could describe, I could, I could draw the woman and I could draw her daughter, but I have no idea who they are. So maybe I just invaded their dream. And they're wondering who the heck I am. Well... And we can all share together in the mm-hmm. universal experience, right? And maybe we can learn from each other. So I have a question for you then. Mm-hmm. If, if uh, let's say, my mother who has passed uh, shows up in one of my dreams, is that part of that nonlinearity? Or mm-hmm. is that my subconscious relieving itself of some stress of that former relationship? I believe it's the, the nonlinearity that... Mm. that and people who have had near-death experiences, they they bring this back with them as well, that anything and everything can happen all at once. Uh, you can be, you know, a minute old, and you can be five years old, and you can be a hundred years old all at the same time. Or, you know, people who have lived before can be there because there is no linearity of time in within that subconscious realm. That is the other thing. I'm not 70 in my dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm f- 40s, early, or late 40s, early 50s kind of thing, always. Yeah. Which is, was kind of a prime time of my life. So mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So Whoa, Davio's going to town here. <laughs> well, let's Sean see Martinez what's going is in on the room. In the chat Davio's in the room. Um, we have uh, Rolene in uh, Facebook. Oh, hi, Rolene. Sean How are you Martinez doing? Nice and Krista Valdez in the Facebook room. Hello. Oh, Krista, we haven't seen Krista in a long time. I huh? know, right? Um, so, uh, I Love Lucy's in the room. Davio's, uh, Davio, Monkey 101 knew the trick without seeing the, the from the source. Yeah. So, he says, the universal mind is the quiet insight. He might mean quiet, quiet. insight. Uh, one just needs to listen to discover an insight to anything in the moment. And yeah. he says it takes practice. Yeah, absolutely. And, and trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and trust that you're getting the right answer. 
So yeah, it's uh, otherwise quiet uh, in the room. Uh, All right. Sean is there, and I love Lucy is there. There are people in the room. They're just not talking much. All right. Well, I hope that all of you will take the time to answer my question for me uh, so I can, again, tailor the, uh, the content to your desires, to what's going to fit uh, with where you're at right now. I did get some great answers um, from Wednesday and just really helped me a lot uh, to understand what people are looking for, what they need, what problems they're experiencing, and, and what might help them to overcome these issues. So, and where's the question? The question, if you look at the link in the description box, um, should be the top of the description. Uh, there's a question and a link to go to. It's in there, isn't it? There it is. It says, question for you. And there's the question and then there's the link. And just go to that link and answer that question. And if you would like to be included in the invitation for BAM, our mastermind group, uh, that's going to happen monthly. Uh, you can be on the invitation list just by leaving your contact information. And it does not obligate you to show up. You'll just be invited each time. So, yeah. And that'll be a Zoom call, a Zoom conference call. And we're just going to talk about issues of coaching and life experience and what's going on and transitions and stress and communication and all of that. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to, uh, to be a part of that group. Coming up Wednesday, uh, one of the suggestions that I got from uh, one of the people who answered my survey was how to manage the stress that comes with aging. So we're going to be talking about that on Wednesday. And he had several issues uh, that he found came with aging. And we're going, to, we're going to cover those topics. And it wasn't me. No, it wasn't Toby. <laughs> it was another person who's going through the similar things that we all go through as we age. So that's what we're going to talk about on Wednesday. And look forward to that. That's it for... Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, so thank you so much for being here today, for all your great questions and comments and Hello to Aaron Mastriani in the Facebook room as well. Let's see. It's not sending my wave. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um, I appreciate all of you for being here today for all your great questions and comments. And I look forward to speaking with you in the future um, during a BAM session. So, uh, What's BAM again? Brilliant Advisory Monthly Mastermind. Mm. Yeah. And that'll be a lot of fun. So, uh, and of course, tonight we'll be here together for Gypsy's Kiss Friday Fandango. So hope to see you there at 7 o'clock. Um, got a busy weekend. Mm -hmm. We're working tomorrow. Yeah, we're working on our other channel, the It's Not a Restoration. Uh, we're putting together a balloon chase van and a trailer. So that's going to be really cool. And then we're going to try to see if we can get it into one of the store one of the stores in the in downtown, uh, downtown old, town. old town area of Albuquerque. Uh, we're going to make a few balloon, different balloon vehicles uh, because people really enjoy that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's tomorrow. And then uh, don't forget Monday. Uh, I'll have another story time therapy video coming out on Monday. And those story time therapy videos are, are going to offer you a mini booklet 
with each one that you can go and download at esofterside.com. So if you liked the last two uh, Storytime Therapies, those mini booklets are available there at esofterside.com. All right. Thanks so much for being here today. And uh, I had a lot of fun with this topic. I hope you did too. Hi, Greg Jorgensen. Thanks for visiting with us. Um, and again, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at thesofterside.live. And for The Softer Side, I'm your transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to The Softer Side with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at esofterside.com.